I'm Megan Hale, and you're listening to The Enoughness Revolution, a feel-good podcast on creating joy in life, work, and love. Join me every Monday and Thursday for practical tools that speak to the soul to create a life you love. It's Transformational Thursday, friends, and I'm going to be sharing a very powerful tool with you today that can literally transform everything. So before we get into our episode today, I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported Wild and Holy Weekend. I know that I announced on Monday that we are sold out, but I really wanted to celebrate this because it's a huge, huge spiritual tool to celebrate your progress. And I want to give you permission to celebrate your own progress today. You know, Monday we talked about reflection and taking a pilgrimage to gain some deeper perspective for where we've been and where we've come. And that is such a big piece of honoring your path, of practicing reverence, and really loving up on yourself. Because I think it's so easy for us to lose sight of how much progress we've made for ourselves, how many achievements we've had, if we don't take the time to really sit and reflect. So self-reflection is actually a type of personal self-care. And I think having some sort of reflective practice is really super helpful for staying grounded and being very objective um, just on your life path in general, right? So perspective is a huge, huge thing that can totally transform the way that you feel. And we're going to be diving even deeper into that today. So I'm going to be sharing an old school tool with you that comes from my therapy days, actually, but it's a cognitive tool that I use with clients all the time because when we're really talking about changing the way that we feel, there's a couple of ways that we can do this. We can change the way that we're thinking or perceiving a situation, or we can change what we're actually doing, Right. So there's a direct relationship between thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Okay, this is like basic CBT stuff. And one of the things that I enjoy doing is really challenging my beliefs, challenging my viewpoints, challenging my perspectives, and noticing, first of all, that I'm in charge of these things, as are you. And I have the choice to choose to to move into a different perspective at any time to be in a more positive place with myself, okay? And let me kind of talk about positivity for a second. So positive psychology has a lot to offer us. Um, We're really kind of talking about how to develop a more positive mindset. And some of the tools that positive psychology teach include um, gratitude, right? Gratitude is a very powerful practice. And actually, the research shows that having a regular gratitude practice actually decreases your risk for depression and anxiety. And we talk about gratitude, I feel like, a lot in our culture, especially like in the spiritual realms. But there's a difference between actually making a gratitude list and like thinking about the things that make you grateful versus actually experiencing the emotional component of the things that you are grateful for. Okay. And you have to make that shift from thinking to feeling in order to get its benefit. Okay. The other thing that positive psychology really affords us is letting us know that there's always a choice in how we're viewing situations. And 
when we can view situations from a positive light that generate positive emotions, what we're really doing is learning to cultivate hope, okay? And hope, oh my goodness, is hope not a very powerful tool? Hope will change your life. And what's really cool about this is research indicates that hope is something that can be taught, can be taught, right? And this is something that we can strengthen. It's a skill. So what I want to give to you today is a little activity that will help you cultivate a more positive mindset, start cultivating more hope in your life. So you can feel the way you want to feel. You can feel more empowered knowing that you always have a choice, okay? So no matter where you are, if you're in a relationship crisis right now, if you are going after your dream and you're expanding and it's scary, which this is kind of where I am right now, like Wild and Holy is taking on this life of its own. I have so much stuff that I'm getting ready to announce with where the direction of Wild and Holy is going. And I can feel the anxiety rising up, right? And that's how I know I'm getting ready to step outside of my comfort zone. And what, anytime we're out of our comfort zone, you guys, like this is when the voices of not enough start kicking up into full gear. They start trying to talk down to us. They try to tell us that, are you sure you should take this? They make us question ourselves, right? So having a positive perspective and even putting things in perspective <laughs> is huge. And there's, there's another tool for that. So wherever you are, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling kind of in this negative Nancy place and you just feel stuck and you can't shift it and you don't like the way you feel, this tool is for you. You ready? Okay. What I want you to imagine is that there are two children on a playground, okay? And as you're looking at the playground, these two kids are kind of standing near each other by the slide, okay? And to the right of them is another child who's hanging out all alone, okay? Are you with me? You're looking at a playground. There's two kids standing next to the slide on the left. And then there's another kid standing alone on the right. Okay, here's your activity. I want you to imagine that there's a big square on a piece of paper in front of you, and that big square is divided up into four other squares, kind of like a window pane, okay? So you have the top left corner, the right, top right corner, bottom right, and bottom left, okay? I want you to imagine that each of these squares is a lens. It's a window pane. And you are choosing to give meaning to this situation, okay? And in each one of these panes, each one of these lenses, you're going to come up with a different explanation, okay? So let's say that your first guess, I'm going to ask you, tell me what you think is going on in that playground. Two kids on the left next to the slide, one kid on the right by themselves, okay? What do you think is going on here? Your first explanation for this might be, well, I guess that one kid is feeling left out, right? Another explanation might be that those two kids are talking about that other person, the kid that's by themselves, right? So they're being kind of nasty and mean. 
The third explanation for this is that they're playing a game, okay? Playing a game altogether. And the fourth explanation might be that this child is new to school and hasn't made any friends yet, okay? So four explanations for what's going on in this playground. What's really interesting about this is that we have no idea what is actually happening on the playground. <laughs> we don't have all the information, right? I've given you some basic information. This is what you're seeing. This is what you're experiencing. And we've come up with four different stories about what might potentially be happening, okay? Now, if you think that these two kids are being nasty to the other kid, talking about this other kid, this is gonna create an emotional response for you, right? You might feel angry, you might feel protective, you might want to go intervene, or it might bring up memories of your own childhood in which two people kind of left you out and talked bad about you, right? Now, if we think about this in the context of these kids are just playing a game, do you see how that shifts the emotional response to that? It's like, oh, look, they're having so much fun together. And that's gonna bring up totally different memories for us from our childhood of having fun with our friends, right? So my point with this activity is, is that every single thing that happens in our lives, it's neither good nor bad, it's just information. And we create stories to explain these experiences. And here's where we get in trouble. If we tend to look at things from a negative point of view, so we're looking through a negative lens, right? Maybe we're looking through a negative pane of that window. We're gonna create negative emotions for us. We're gonna have that negative emotional response. And if we never challenge that, we are giving our choice or our power away to considering other alternatives. Okay, so a couple of episodes back when I was talking about transgenerational family patterns, I made a statement that I think was really powerful. I said that now, nowadays I tell myself really positive stories, okay? And what I mean by that is that I'm really choosing, I've done a lot of work with this window pane <laughs> over the years <laughs> of really challenging negative worldviews and creating more positive worldviews. Okay, because that's in our power to do for each of us. What has happened over time is that my first go-to response, my first go-to explanation, my first story that I create is now a positive one. But in the past, it used to be a negative one. Okay, so working with this window pane analogy of really challenging yourself to create a different explanation for what's happening in your world, this changes your perspective. And your perspective has a direct impact on your emotional response to things, okay? And if you are consistently choosing a negative perspective, right? And negative perspectives usually kind of have a theme to them of victimhood, things are never working out in your favor, you're never gonna get ahead, Okay, something's wrong with you. You're never enough. If this is your worldview, do you see how that can create very disempowered feelings? 
versus if you look at the world as always working in your favor, that you're just as good as so-and-so. There's no difference between you and these people that you admire. Do you see how that totally shifts the way you're interacting in the world, the way that you're feeling about yourself? Okay. Let's do another activity because this is super fun. And I really want you to look at your life today and just see if there's an opportunity for you to practice this because the, the more you practice this, the better you get in creating positive alternate stories. And it's not to say, like sometimes things are going to happen <laughs> and there is a negative story there, right? And we have to experience and honor the feelings that are associated with that. But at the same time, I also think exploring the positive pieces of this, of what could also be going on, because most things are usually both and, not either or, P.S., what you're really doing is getting a bigger perspective, which helps you have more objectivity, which helps you be more emotionally grounded, okay? And this is huge. So let's say that you are on your way to work and somebody cuts you off, okay? Somebody just pulls right in front of you, slams on their brakes, right? They just squeeze in there. And now your first thought, right? First quadrant might be like, what the hell? Did you not see me? <laughs> okay. So did you not see me? What emotional response does that create for you? For me, it's anger because this person was careless, completely careless. Could have dangered somebody, right? The second part of that story is Gosh, they must be in a hurry. Must be in a hurry. Okay. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I'm not in that much of a hurry. <laughs> this is shifting the emotional response already, right? The third story is this person is a horrible driver. Horrible driver. And this is usually my husband's response to this because he has a little bit of road rage. Don't tell anybody. But this is how he normally perceives this information. This person is a shitty driver, right? And that creates the rage associated with road rage, right? The fourth explanation, maybe this person is having an emergency. I hope they get where they're going quickly. Totally different emotional response. Now I actually want to help them, right? Okay. All that's happened here is somebody cut you off. But our mind, what our mind does, what our brain does is it creates a story and meaning to what is happening in our lives. And the meaning that we choose to give a life experience dramatically impacts our emotional response. And it can also reinforce or challenge the beliefs that we have about ourselves. Okay? So if, you're, if your belief about yourself is that you're not important, you will view the world through this lens, looking for information to help support that belief, okay? And that's the first quadrant that we did here, right? Oh, did they just not even see me? It's like you don't even exist, right? So here's the thing about all this stuff, and I find it completely interesting and probably why I went into the field of psychology to begin with, because I really want to understand the power that we have in creating our realities, and that's just the first step. How can we choose to create a better, more empowering reality for ourselves, where we start to look for information to support positive beliefs, okay, where we give people the benefit of the doubt, where we start to practice kindness and compassion instead of looking at the world as out to get us. 
This will literally change your life. It'll change your life, but it all starts with challenging the meaning that you're giving to life situations. Here's the thing. Before you're kind of aware of the power of choice, before you're aware of the power of story, before you're aware that you're the one that gives meaning to your life, you're only looking through one window pane. You have your blinders on to everything else. Okay. There is always another side to the story that you're telling yourself. And I want you to challenge yourself to look at the other side of the story. Because this, I can't even tell you how much this impacts. It impacts emotional control, emotional response, objectivity, perspective. Okay. It makes you feel more in control of your life makes you feel more positive. And when we talk about cultivating hope, this is the first step. Because if you want to have more hope, and hope is a very positive, powerful indicator of helping you reach bigger dreams for yourself, you have to look at the other side of the story in order to get there. That's the first step. It's the first step. So I wanted to share this tool with you today. And I know if you're running or if you're driving, you probably couldn't draw out this window pane analogy, okay? But when you get somewhere where you can actually sit down, I really want you to draw this out on a piece of paper. Divide that into four quadrants. And think about a current situation that you're going through. And notice the story that you're telling yourself and the meaning that that is giving you. What meaning are you giving this situation? And we do this all the time, right? Brack didn't do the dishes. I have many ways of looking at that. One, obviously he doesn't love me or else he would have done the dishes. <laughs> Two, he doesn't like to do the dishes and he always leaves it for me. You see the anger and resentment that's coming up for me right now, right? <laughs> this used to be a really big point of contention in our marriage. Third, he had a really long day and I have time to do them. Maybe we should hire somebody to do the dishes because neither one of us likes to do them. <laughs> we do this so many times a day, you guys. And that might be overwhelming for you. To me, it's really exciting because that means that we have so many opportunities to really play with this, to deepen into it, and challenge our perspectives. And here's where it gets really cool. We start doing this outside of ourselves with other experiences that are happening around us. But the more you practice this, then you start getting into your own stories your own life experiences that have happened in the past and realizing you're only viewing them through one lens. What are the other explanations for what happened back then? What perspective does that give you? What emotional shift does that give you? Can you choose a more empowered version of that story that encompasses more of the whole truth instead of just one sliver? Okay. Life-changing life changing play with this today play with this forever play with this forever <laughs> seriously because it's a mind trick it's a mind trick but it has such a big impact on every area of your life okay so enjoy this tool i want to hear from you i want to hear how you're practicing this 
what it's doing for you. Cause I know it opens so many doors, so many doors and it's so exciting. I mean, we're talking about rewriting stories, like stories are everything, everything about what happened in the past, what's happening right now, what's going to happen in the future. And we're in charge of the story we tell. We are in charge of the story we tell. So let's make sure we're telling the whole story, shall we? I'll see you guys in a couple of days for Motivational Monday. Have an amazing weekend. I'm going to be making some big, scary announcements soon. And I'm going to ask that you just hold space for me right now because I'm growing and expanding and it feels uncomfortable, but I know it's the next right step. So send me a little prayer. Just hold me, <laughs> see me. I'm making that ask for what I need right now that we talked about in episode 130. Still a really great episode. Go listen to it if you haven't already. And we're about to do the damn thing, you guys, and it's going to be amazing. All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.